Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, it's Jen and welcome back to our community. This podcast is where we're getting real about wellness rituals, life-changing habits, and having relatable conversations with friends about mental health, social media, morning routines, or lack thereof. And we're talking about that thing that you thought no one else could relate to. Let's get into it. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to our community. Let's jump right into it because today we are going to be talking about, I did a poll on my Instagram. If you don't follow me on there, definitely do. I do polls a lot. I'm like constantly wanting to know what you guys want for me for YouTube. One of you actually just Chelsea watches all my YouTube vlogs and you DM'd me and we're like, I watch all your vlogs. Um, I would love this review and that review. And I'm like, that is so helpful because I hate making content and it's just like me, 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 me. Like I love being able to understand what you're actually looking for and help and give my personal experience on certain things that you're interested in, like functional medicine, colostrum, like everything in between. So anyway, that'll lead me right into what's in alignment this week. But what I, never mind. The point of that was I did a poll on Instagram saying what types of 2024 planning content do you want? Is it like more fitness driven? Is it in general, how do I, you know, create new habits and like actually make a habit of things that I want to change? Or is it career and content planning? So most of you said just in general, overall implementing healthy habits. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And let's start what's in alignment for me really quick. In alignment, I would say I'm really enjoying this point of reflection right now. Usually, I feel like you kind of get to the last week of December and start thinking about your New Year's resolutions or the first week of January, but I just organically am in a space of like realigning, realigning with my why behind content creation in a really positive way. It's like I kind of feel like I sometimes you lose your way. I've been in social media for five years. I started a YouTube channel five years ago, podcast three years ago, been on TikTok for probably, I don't know, two years now. And sometimes you lose your way. Sometimes you lose your voice. You get stuck on in on trends or trying to be, you know, this other person. I don't know. Just like sometimes you can lose your way and like forget what you do all of it for. And I feel like I really came back to who I truly am and why I want to create content and who my person that I'm trying to reach is and it feels really good and I also just I just feel like next year is going to be a solid year I feel like this month has been so exciting for me with the half marathon and getting engaged and I just feel like it's setting me up for a really strong year next year and I'm 
it, it has kind of forced me to like reflect because those two major moments have happened to me at the end of the year. And it's had me kind of reflect. Also, it's my one year anniversary at Dear Media. So it's been a point of reflection. How many times can I say that? And it, it just feels good. It doesn't feel overwhelming. It feels like, okay, we're thinking about, you know, what habits we want to bring into next year, what we want to change. And I love any opportunity for change. So it feels good that this this is all happening around some like full-time job breaks like Thanksgiving and then December. And it's like I can kind of have a break to really get organized with my content and other things that I want to focus on. So I'm excited about that. So I would say out of alignment is ever since the half marathon, I have not ran since. And I really was committed to like, okay, I'm going to join endorphins. I'm going to every Monday morning do the five mile run with them at 7.15 a.m. because that'll get me kind of to stay into running, right? And then I tried to do it this Monday morning and it was way too early for me and it's cold out. And when you, you don't have a date to train for, it's really hard to go running in the cold. But I'm dying to stay with it, not only because I love the structure of it and the routine and I want to continue with running so that my next half marathon or whatever I do, I am prepared and like can do it faster and whatever. I just don't want to lose it. Like I couldn't run a mile six months ago. So I really want to maintain this because I'm sure I could go backwards. But it's also freezing out. So I don't really know what I'm going to do. I want to try to be that person who runs in the cold, but I don't, not like in the snow, you know, like I have, I have my limits. So we'll see what happens with that. But also because it makes me feel really good. And I've never, I noticed instantly when I started running and then I, I knew that this was the case, but I'm just realizing after a few weeks of not running, that it's really the case. It really brings down my inflammation. It really helps my stomach and bloating and helps me shake things out. And when I'm not running, I feel more bloated and inflamed. So I got to get back into it. But we know, I know we will. So I actually find out tomorrow if I get into the New York City United half. I entered the lottery. It's in March. So I'll find that out tomorrow. And I will probably regret it because that would mean that I am running in the freezing cold training. But it is what it is. Um, and I don't know how hard it is to get into or not, so I have no clue if I'll get in. But let's breathe in what's in alignment for us and out of alignment for us. <sighs> okay. Let's get into today's episode. I do also want to do a quick shout out. Last week's episode was with a running coach, Lizzie Pepper. I failed to get a video up to promote it, which means the giveaway has not started yet. We are doing a giveaway for winning three months free of one-on-one -on -one coaching with her, which is amazing. And while you're listening to this, I will be getting that video, that reel up today for you guys to comment on and enter and leave a podcast review, all of that fun stuff. I'll have all of it in the description of the Instagram reel. So just go follow Dare to Self Care Pod on Instagram and you can enter. So let's get into the chunk, the meat of today's episode. And before we tackle like how to specifically become a morning person, because I think that's a really common goal. And it's also a goal that it kind of ties to a lot of other things, right? Like I want to wake up early and meditate. I want to wake up early and work out. Like a lot of the habits we want to start, you kind of have to wake up a little bit earlier to be able to do them. So I figured that would be like the specific one I would tackle today. But before we get into that, I want to just touch on like, how do we define which habits that we want to take on? I know we all get kind of excited and we want to change our lives January 1st and it's sometimes setting us up for failure, but I also understand 
you know, because you're like, oh, I'm going to start waking up at 5 a.m., juicing celery juice, like doing all these crazy things every day. And like, it's just not realistic. You're going to realize how hard it is and just give up. But I also do understand wanting to do like a complete overhaul while you're excited. Like I used to hear people say, don't do it all at once, one thing at a time. And I would be like discouraged almost like, oh, this is going to take me forever. So I'm not going to tell you to just pick one thing, but I think they can all kind of complement each other. So I wouldn't do like three major goals, right? Like I just said, waking up 5 a.m., juicing celery juice every morning and doing like a crazy hit workout every single day when like right now you don't work out. But I would pick three sustainable habits that can kind of support each other and help you do the other ones. So to kickstart the new year and the new routine, we're going to find our three habits. How are we going to do that? We're going to journal on what didn't work for us last year. So I'm going to use some examples. Let's say you're journaling on what didn't work for you last year and it's that you were tired all the time. So that means in 2024, you want to do things that energize you. That's your goal. Now we want to break down the action items and then the action items will break out down into habits. So you have your goal, you have your problem that you want to solve, tired all the time. My goal, I want to feel energized in 2024 or I want to do things that energize me. Again, things in our control. So then you're going to do three actions under that And maybe the first one isn't like habit related. Maybe it's prioritized testing. So the thing that you could put under that as like one of your things to do to accomplish that goal is book appointment for hormonal testing. The next one is get seven to eight hours of sleep every night, right? That's not even the habit though. That's just like an action item you need to do. So the habit under that, some options can be putting your phone away an hour before bed, reading for 30 minutes before it's time to sleep shutting everything down and stopping watching TV at 10 p.m., drinking magnesium before bed. So you can pick one habit that goes with that one. And then the third action item I would say is like start my morning with energizing habits. So there's like a night routine, a doctor, a morning routine. So some habits under starting my morning with energizing habits could be it could look like meditating every morning. It could look like don't pick up my phone for an hour. Uh, Don't pick up calls from this family member who stresses me out every morning. Uh, Work out every morning. So you pick one of those. So what did we just walk away with? Habits that complement each other and that are not overwhelming. I'm going to read 30 minutes before bed and I'm going to meditate every morning. Those are two things that are less overwhelming and are actually going to accomplish the larger goal for 2024. So that's how you can kind of like decide on one. This can also work for like, career and not just, I don't know, like health habits. So it could be what didn't work for you last year in the career realm. Uh, I didn't make enough side income. So what are three things, action items that you can do? One of those things can be spend more time seeking out freelance opportunities. Okay. What are some habits that you can do to spend more time seeking out freelance opportunities? Put an hour a week on the calendar to pitch yourself on freelance websites or do your own email outreach, right? So you can put that in your calendar literally right now, an hour every single week, an hour that makes sense that you'll actually like be able to accomplish. And then the next action item could be wake up earlier to get some work done, right? The habit there, wake up 30 minutes earlier. Third thing, action item could be learn a new skill, right? You want to make more money on the side, but you don't really know what to sell or what service to do. Learn a new skill that you can then charge. So maybe the habit there is 30 minutes, a few nights a week, learning the new skill. Sign up for a class. Sign up for a workshop, sign up for Skillshare so you can offer this new service. 
So do you see how I'm like breaking it down into th- habits that are actually going to help you achieve the overall goal instead of just being like, I should drink celery juice. I don't know why that keeps coming to mind. I've never had that in my life. <laughs> but so that's that your journal prompts are what didn't work for you last year? What's the goal? How can we change that? And then break down into realistic, specific habits that are attainable. So let's go into how to become a morning person because I just feel like that's always going to be part of it, right? Is waking up a little bit earlier so you can do these habits that you want to do next year. So I do want to recommend the episode I have with Shelby Sacco is amazing for this. She gives us tangible tips for like 20 minutes on waking up earlier. Literally like leave a water bottle next to your bed, drink it first thing in the morning, like very tangible tips. So you can listen to that next. But I'm going to, I'm making this a very speedy solo episode. So I'm sorry. I need to like take a breath. But in order to wake up earlier, you got to get sleep earlier and you got to still get your seven to eight hours of sleep so that you don't wake up super groggy and that'll allow you to actually wake up early. And you can say to yourself, even if you're a little tired in the morning, like I know I got eight hours of sleep. So like I, I'm good. I can get up. So in order to do that, What I always recommend, especially when implementing a new morning habit, is let's work backwards. I don't want you waking up any earlier than you have to. I don't want you waking up a million hours earlier than you already do because, again, setting yourself up for failure. So I would make a schedule of your morning routine and what you're going to do in the morning in your Google Calendar to actually plan it out so you know what time all of that has to start. So I usually like will work backwards. So I'll be like work starts at 10, right? So from 9 to 10, I'm like I'm doing right now recording a podcast. So then from 8 to 9, I can work out. So then from 7.30 to 8, I need to be drinking my coffee and getting ready to work out. So realistically, 7.15 to 7.30, I'm meditating. So realistically, I got to wake up at 7, let's say. That was just an example. So then you know like the latest you can sleep in to accomplish all of your goals. This will also get you up in the morning because you'll know I actually plan this out to a T. And if I wake up now, I can get all of that done. And it's not just like, I'm supposed to wake up at 5 a.m. So let's wake up. And then you wake up and you have no plan. And you're like, well, I'm going back to sleep. Fuck this. (laughs) So this is going to give you a reason to wake up. You're going to make every excuse in the world if you don't have a clear reason and a clear plan to not keep hitting snooze. So this is exactly how I became a morning person. And what you'll see work ends up happening is I just knew everything that I wanted to get done. And I knew every time I needed a new habit or wanted to implement something new, I needed more time. I knew I wasn't getting out the door for my workouts, even if I was awake by seven, like I wasn't leaving at that time, let's say. So I knew I have to wake up a little earlier so that I can let my caffeine hit and sit with my coffee, things like that. Like I don't like rushing out the door. I find it makes me super stressed first thing in the morning. So I wake up super early so I can do an hour of like meditation, enjoy my coffee with Ethan, relax, let the caffeine hit. But that's just me. But the point is, once you start having a morning routine, You'll make tweaks and you'll probably end up waking a little earlier and earlier and you'll naturally become a morning person once you appreciate everything you're doing in the morning and want to do more. So another tip before we get into the morning is the hatch alarm clock. I use this every single night. Ethan and I don't have our phones in the bedroom, which really helps us fall asleep at night. We put our phones away, we head in the bedroom and we have our hatch with the red light on and like a campfire sound in the background while we're reading And then in the morning, it gently wakes us up with like birds chirping and it's loud enough that it does wake you up, but it's gradual. So it doesn't like totally shock your system and stress you out. And we have like this sunrise setting. So it, the light will wake you up even if the sound didn't, you know what I mean? It's like the combo of the two is just 
so much less abrupt. It doesn't make you want to slam it and click snooze and get angry. It wakes you up so gently, so naturally, and it's more similar to how we were always like supposed to wake up in nature with sunrise and all that, which, you know, in New York City, I'm like in the I, my windows are facing another building. Like I don't get I don't get sunlight in in my bedroom. So if you don't have the hatch or you don't want to invest in one, I did used to use the Sleep Cycle app for this. Again, it would wake you up gradually, beautifully, and that really helped. Another thing you can do with your alarm on your phone is, again, not crazy shocking music, but also you can put a note on it that says, like, you're going to feel amazing. You never regret a workout or you don't have to work out yet. Like, whatever is going to get you up, you can put a little, like, text on there. On that note, my last thing here is finding something other than working out to get you excited to get up. So if you're waking up, again, like I said, I don't like rushing out the door for a workout for this reason too. If you're waking up and you know the next thing you have to do is get to a workout or do something that requires a lot of energy, you're way more likely to snooze. There should be something that gets you up before then that you know is not stressful, doesn't require a lot of energy. So for me, it used to be, I used to like wake up and before the hatch and not using my phone, I used to wake up like years ago and go immediately to my podcast app and like find the podcast I was going to listen to while I washed up on my morning walk. And it would just make me excited to get up and do something relaxing. Then it became Kundalini. So I meditate every morning and knowing that like the next thing I have to do when I get out of bed is just sit and close my eyes and meditate also helps me because it's like I'm not asking myself to just wake up and like go do eight burpees, you know, <laughs> like it just it's something else to wake up and do. Also, like I love sitting. Ethan and I put a coffee shop on YouTube with a fireplace and we sit and drink our coffee. That's a relaxing, nice activity that I can be excited to do instead of like, oh, I have to go run out the door and get to like this hit workout like that. I'm so much more likely to snooze. We've all been there. We sign up for the 6 a.m. class. So ambitious. And then we wake up at 5.30 and we're like, I'm not going to rumble in 10 minutes. Like, goodbye. So some other ideas for you could be journaling. Maybe you love to write. And knowing that the next thing you do when you open your eyes is staying in bed journaling, that could be something that is less intimidating for you. Waking up with your partner, holding each other accountable. Maybe it's texting a friend that's also trying to wake up earlier. Maybe it's reading a few pages from a book that you love every morning. Maybe I know a lot of people have a coffee machine where they like set a timer and it's like setting up your environment to create a setup that's like easier for you to wake up because you smell the coffee. Anyway, I wanted this to be like a very quick episode. Here's your motivation, your inspiration. Do these journal prompts later. Maybe you're listening to this on your on your little midday walk and you can once this episode's over, you still have some time to kind of think on those questions and how you want to go into the next year. What's not working for you? What do you want to adjust? And yeah, DM me if you want to share or on Geneva any things that didn't work for you or any new goals that you're going to be working on or any other habit episodes you guys want to hear from me. I would love to keep sharing. So I'm going to make this into a YouTube video as well this week. So don't forget to subscribe on there. I love you all so much. Let's fucking kill it in 2024, baby.
Love you. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to that episode. Please, please, please leave a five-star rating on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. If you just can't get enough of this podcast, go subscribe over on YouTube. You can see the full-length video episodes and shorter clips as well. You can find TikTok clips over at Jen Lauren with two N's. You can find Instagram Reels if that's your jam over on Instagram at Jen underscore Lauren with two N's and even Dare to Self Care Pod on Instagram. So you never have to go a day without Dare to Self Care. 